Amen, 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 amen. Praise God. God is good and all the time. Wow, we've been doing that for weeks and, and I was waiting for someone to respond like that. Camera would shake a little bit, but uh, sure is good to have people in the building. Good to have people in the house. Anybody glad to be in the house today? Psalms 122, verse number 1. A lot of you can quote it. Bible says, I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. Anybody glad to be in the house of the Lord today? Anybody glad to be in God's house today? Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I want to talk to you about the house of the Lord. Because I'm glad to be here today in the house of God. There is no other place that I would rather be than to be the house of the Lord. Sister Marjorie, you blessed my heart today. So I came in and I saw in that second pew back there in memory of your mother and your father. Brother J.J., they loved the house of the Lord. She would roll out of the hospital the very next day. Oxygen tanks around her in a wheelchair because she wanted to come to the house of the Lord. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Because there is no other place I'd rather be but to be here. I've been excited all morning. I've been excited, Brother Rudy, all week knowing that the doors of the church would be open today. I don't know about you, but I'm extremely thankful. I'm extremely grateful for the house of God. For in this house, we find safety. In this house, we find deliverance. In this house, we find healing, both physically and spiritually and emotionally. In this house, we find forgiveness. I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord. Because in this place, I find a new start. I find a new beginning. In this house, I find hope. In this place, I find direction. In this place, I find forgiveness for my sins. In this place, I find encouragement. In this place, I find that peace that passes all understanding. In this house, I get to experience Him. That's why I'm glad to be here today. As I get to experience His power. Power, power. 
wonder-working power. I get to experience His love. Unconditional love. In this place, I experience mercy. Now see, some of you deserve to be here. Some of you have been good all your life. You were speaking in tongues out of mama's womb, but I, I wasn't that one. I was a knucklehead. But guess what? God gave me mercy. God gave me grace. He said, for by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourself. It's the gift of God. I'm glad to be here today. As I get to experience him, there's nothing like the house of the Lord. That's why the psalmist David, he penned it with these words. In Psalms 84.10, he made this statement because he loved the house of God so much. He said, for a day in thy courts is better than a thousand He said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. Just a day in his courts, just a day in his presence, just a moment is better than a thousand spent elsewhere. Not a year, not a month, not a week, but just a day, just a moment in his courts better than a thousand elsewhere. Can I tell you the very least portion of God the very least portion of God is greater than the greatest portion that this world has to offer you. Can I go a step further? Your worst day in the church will always be better than your best years in the world. Just a day in his courts, just a moment in his presence, it means so much to me that I'd rather be a doorkeeper. Just to sit at the threshold of his house. Just to get a small glimpse of the glory of the Lord that fills the tabernacle. Just let me hear the music. Just let me experience the worship. I would be content to just be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord. I don't need a position. I don't need title. I don't need anything else. But just let me be a doorkeeper than to dwell in the tents of wicked people. I just want the house of God. I just love his presence. I love his sanctuary. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Just let me experience him. That's what being Pentecostal is all about. A lot of people getting messed up and they say, well, it's just tradition. It's denomination. No, I beg to differ. It is an experience. There is nothing like 
the experience of the Holy Ghost. There is nothing like when the great I am begins to saturate your life. When all hell is coming against you and everything's falling apart, yet you walk in the house of God and you get close to his presence and he begins to touch you and that peace that passes all understanding comes upon you. Yes, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Somebody clap your hands unto the Lord. I'm of the opinion, take all the world has to offer. Take the cars, take the homes. Just give me Jesus. That's what this world desperately needs. They need Jesus. They need a Savior. They need to experience this. Just a day. Just a moment to be in his house. I just, I'd rather be a doorkeeper. Nobody needs to know my name. Nobody needs to remember me. Let me just get caught up in his presence and his glory. I think that's what, I think that's what David, he went a step further in Psalms chapter 100 verse one through four, he said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye land, serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. He said, therefore, understanding all of that, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. I'll be thankful unto him and I'll bless his name. He said, when you get to the gates, come with thanksgiving. He said, when you get to his courts, give him praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Forget about what you look like. Forget about what others are saying. Forget about your priestly robes and your lofty titles. Just give him praise. That's why he said in Psalms 150, Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in this house. The house of the Lord. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with the string instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Oh, somebody ought to give you praise right now. Somebody ought to lift your voice and connect with him. But you got many in an apostolic environment. 
I said, whoa, whoa, pastor. I don't think, there's the problem, you don't think. That's the first problem. A lot of people come up to me and say, pastor, I don't think you should. Okay. Well, I didn't ask your opinion. Well, I know you're busy, but I know you did all this work, but keep your comments to yourself. I need to be nice. This is our first day back. But there are people that say, Pastor, I don't think you should do all that. I don't think you should just get so emotional over this. The world says, I don't think it's essential to do all that. I don't think the church, the house of God, is necessary. Well, just sit there if you want to. Suck your thumb if you want to. But as for me, I know what he did for me. I know where he brought me from. I've experienced his mercy. I've experienced his grace. And when I come in here, when I come in his sanctuary, when I get into his courts, when I get into his house, I can't help but get emotional. I can't help but get excited because he set me free. Because he healed me, he forgave me, he restored me, he placed my feet on a solid rock. He brought me out of the miry clay. Uh oh, we're dating a few people. Young people are like, what's that? Is that a new song? No. As he brought me out. Of a horrible pit. Of a horrible place. Where the world was done with me. Family walked out on me. Friends that said I'll always be there. Forsake me. But yet there was a God. That came in on my scene. He said, I'm not going to throw a stone at you. I'm not going to throw an accusation at you. I'm going to throw my arms of love and arms of mercy around you. I believe the Bible says something like, he that the Son has set free is free indeed. Don't bring up my past. Why? Because it's covered by the blood. That's why I run. That's why I shout. That's why Brother Landry will take off over a platform, mess up his ankle, and still run the aisle. Show up at the ER, and they said, what happened to you? He said, I was running the aisles. And they said, what aisles? Because I believe that God has done something for you. I believe that God made a way where there seemed to be no way. I believe that God reached up down and said, Hey, I know the world has cast you out. 
But I believe a God said, I'm going to pick you back up. You're exactly what I want. You're exactly what I need. Exodus 22, let me hurry. Bible says, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, lest we forget. We didn't always look that good. We didn't always act that good. We once lived in Egypt. We once were a part of the world. We were messed up. Many hooked on drugs. Many addicted to the bottom. Many lived in Egypt and were in bondage and a slave to sin. We lived in the house of bondage. Regrets. Bad decisions. Wrong choices ruled our lives. We dwelled there. We lived there. Slaves to the sin. A thief that is real. That killed, steal, stole, and destroyed. But one day, Jesus came in on the scene. A mob was all around. Right here. When we do the Messiah drama. The mob all around with stones in their hands. Screaming. She deserves death. She must be punished according to the law. And everybody joined in the rant like the rioters today have defaced our world. Our world is in chaos. Our world is just being messed up. The focus is on the wrong stuff. Thank God for yesterday. My daughter had the burden, the idea. Let's go downtown to Larry. Let's do a prayer walk. Over 70 people showed up from all different denominations, all different dialects, all different skin colors for one purpose, and that was to pray. We've got a world that desperately needs prayer. Doesn't need judgment because everybody can jump on the bandwagon of judgment and says, you don't deserve to be here. I know how you lived. I know what you said. I know where you've been. Everybody has the stone, but Jesus came on the scene. That's one of my favorite songs when he comes in the room, when he comes in the house, when he gets in there. Everybody around has murder in their eyes, but Jesus said, let he that's without sin, let him cast the first stone. See, it's easy to throw accusations because you're facing the same junk, but you don't want anybody to know, so you're trying to blame somebody else. And God calls you out. He says, hey, buddy, you got sin in your life, but let he, without sin, let him cast the first stone. And all of a sudden, everybody runs away in a panic, and all of a sudden now, it's the Lord looking down at the one that deserved judgment because she messed up. She made a bad choice. But Jesus said, where are our accusers? Is there none left to condemn thee? 
No, Lord, there is none. And Jesus picks her up when nobody else did. He said, neither do I condemn thee. Go thy way and sin no more. No longer be a product of that house of bondage. No longer be a product of your past choices and your past decisions. Don't let the past rule and haunt your life any longer. Jesus said today is the day for mercy. Today is the day for grace. Can I tell somebody when you got saved, you just changed masters. When you got saved, you just changed families and you changed houses. No longer dwelling in the house of bondage, but now dwelling in the house of the Lord. Don't you think David knew that? He said, who am I? That thou were mindful of me, and yet you would allow me to come to the house of God. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Because it now has become my habitation place. It's become my shelter. It's become my home. I'm now a part of a glorious family. A glorious household. That's what house represents. It represents family. Because of him. Because of what he did for us. He allowed us in. He has allowed us to be grafted into this family. The family of God. I know I don't deserve it. I know it doesn't make sense. But he has allowed me access. He has allowed you access. Isn't that what Romans 8 says? For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. But ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God and have children than heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. We now belong to a family. We are the children of of God because he has adopted us we become joint heirs with Christ can I tell you I have two wonderful kids two beautiful children but listen I didn't choose them when they came out of mama's womb I couldn't say hey can I get a replacement can I get a refund But when you adopt somebody, you choose them. Don't hang your head low. You're not no second-rate citizen. You're not no stepchild. God has adopted you. He has grafted you in. He has made you an heir, an heir of the kingdom. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Somebody ought to clap your hands under the Lord today. For it's in his house that I can find comfort.
It's in his house. I can find strength and direction and answers. I'm glad to be here today. I'm thankful for the house of God. These last few weeks, these last few months, the church has gone through it. And we've lost some heroes of faith. Calvillos. Nobody knew this either that I've got Bishop's chair. I wasn't going to tell anybody, but I've got Bishop's chair right here. He was my hero, my mentor, my pastor. And I come to grips. Angry, I got frustrated. I'm questioning. Sister Philpot rebuked me the other day. It's a quick question, God. I laid there. I was in the hospital. My heart hurt so bad for everybody affected. But his sister Judy called mine, my wife. And I feel it in my heart because we are people of faith. COVID sickness did not take our heroes. God called them home. The corruptible put on incorruptible. It's still hard. It's still painful. I still have many questions. Because they've greatly impacted me. Psalms 37 says, For all the day long I've been plagued. I've been chastened every morning. If I say I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against the generation of thy children. When I thought to know all of this, It was painful for me until I went to the sanctuary of God. Until I came to his house. Until I came to his courts. I know it's been painful. I know it hurts. I know it's been rough. But when I just come to the house of God. I begin to understand therein. And what is that, Pastor? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yay! Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod, thy cup, they comfort me. Thou preparest a time. For me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. 
my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Would you lift your voice right now? Come on, you got questions, I got questions. We'll never be able to rationalize. We'll never be able to get the answer we're looking for. But I'm telling you, don't look through carnal eyes, but tap into the Spirit and understand you're in the house of God. You're in His courts. One of these days, I'm going to understand it better by and by. But today, right now, I just want to dwell in his house. I want to dwell in his courts. Come on. Would you lift your voice with me? I don't know about you, but I love the house of God. I love his sanctuary. Come on. Reach out to him. You're in his courts. You're in his presence. I trust in you, God. I trust in you, God. You give, you take away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Though you slay me, yet will I trust you. In all things, I'm going to give thanks. I don't understand it, God. But if I just get to the house... If I could just get to the sanctuary. Come on, we need to find a place to pray. Whether it's out your pew. Whether you feel comfortable enough to come to the altar. Whatever it is. Maybe just sitting there at your pew. Somebody. Somebody. Enter into the house. Enter into his courts that I may dwell. Mercy and goodness <laughs> gives me assurance <laughs> that I'll see his glory. <laughs> Face to oh. face. Oh, I love you, God. And I love you, God. I, am not I love you today. I trust you, God. And here's <laughs> my comfort. Sarayatayasi. Ah. Ikayaran 
Raise your hands to the Lord. Raise your hands to Him. He's my comfort always holds me close. And Oh 
Come on, there's a deep move with the presence of God. Don't rush past this. Deep calleth unto deep. Let Him refresh you. Let Him strengthen you. Shout it out, you